Hello and welcome to Comp. It's a big day. It's an exciting day. My apartment smells like burnt eggs. Just rotted eggs. Burnt to a crisp. It started that nice. My uh, happy birthday to Lucy. It's her birthday coming up. And her family came over for a nice socially distanced egg party. They said, come on, we're going to make you eggs. Gonna, they wanted to go to the Botanical Gardens, which I don't know. It's somewhere in the Bronx. It's a nice thing. You look at flowers, fall flowers. Is that a thing? It's like fall foliage. He's fucking watching a dandelion just turn green. I don't, I don't know if, if you can look at flowers in the fall. You can do whatever you want. But it's a thing. she seemed to have fun. She went without me, uh, but her brother and, and his girlfriend, and her other brother, they want to come over and make eggs. We're going to come make you breakfast. You can, you can sit there like a fat king with your, with your girlfriend, and you can just eat eggs mixed with peppers and uh, mushrooms, and shut the fuck up. Wear your mask and shut up, pig. And I'm not taking that shit. They didn't, they, they didn't but I was waiting for it. I was waiting for someone to say, hey, fat fuck pig boy. You know, eat your eggs from the floor. You know, we're going to make you... And, like, because I'm not taking shit from anybody. You know me. I mean, like, I, I'm always ready for that. They're nice people. They, were, they wouldn't do that. But I'm just ready for someone to just throw... Like, just <laughs> just dump the fucking, like, uh, the, the cast iron skillet onto the floor and go, fucking lick it up, fat fuck pig boy. And I, and I would just lose my shit. Um... You know, it's like, a, it's fine. It didn't happen. I'm always ready for it. One day it's going to happen. And I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to pull some fat karate. You know, whatever that's, you know, just using your body weight. And, and not, we going to sit on me? Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll sit on you. Maybe I'll fucking get you wrapped up in a, in a, a you know, chunk, a chunk hold. Well, you know, slip, make you slip in the floor. I'll spit in the floor, make you slip on it. I'll sweat all over the floor. You'll be struggling with me for a minute. I'm, I'm hard to get down. I'm a big guy. I'm hard to get down. You want you know jujitsu sure, but you know I'm sweating because out of shape and I'm just sweating all over the floor. You don't realize it, and I just push you on the slip. And you slip and you crack your head open, and it's like, you know, now, now you now you're the egg boy. That's what happens. Uh, so you know, but that didn't, that that it was a lovely breakfast. Um, I don't know why I always um, resort to. It's like a movie Ronin when he's always when like the movie starts. He's, you know, De Niro's just walking around the back of the bar where he's meeting the people, and he's just like, it's slow, it's methodical, and then he comes around. And then after the scene where they get picked up in the van, they go, "Why are you, are you doing in the back, lady? I don't ever go in a room I can't find my way out of or know my way out of or do bring it over." That's that's reasonable, but you know, I'm like that. I'm always like, but instead of you know actually having a plan, I just you know, anticipate, you know, the worst case scenario and fantasize about uh, acting out violently if appropriate. It's a bizarre combination. But, you know, they left me with the eggs to clean and the, it was a cast iron skillet. Um, while, they were, while they were frolicking in the garland, the, the, the gardens of Eden, <laughs> in, the, you know, in, the, in the, the Garden of Gethsemane, where the fuck Jesus died. Don't worry, it's not a Jesus. Some people don't like that they just talk about Jesus all the time. Well, you know, get over it. I'll do. I'll, I'll talk about Jesus whenever I want, but I was just making a reference to a garden I remember from the Bible, so don't worry. Not, not this time. We'll have that battle later on. But the point is, they were frolicking in the garden, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm scraping. This thing's hard to like, clean, so it's like I'm, I'm fucking, I, I heat it up to try and get it to melt and uh, it just starts smoking. I go, I go out and smoke a cigarette and I come back. And it's just smoking up the apartment. It's burnt eggs. And I'm just fucking scraping like an animal. Um, I think I got to clean, though. It's, it's hard to clean. It was wonderful eggs, though. Uh, thank you for the eggs. Uh, lovely time. Uh, tell you who didn't have such a lovely time. Mr. I don't have any, many of you people are football fans. Uh, but are you a fan of Legends? Are you a fan of a legend, the legendary man? If I tell you something happened to a legendary man, you're going to be like, well, who and what and where? What if I told you a legendary man has his baby stolen from him or grandbaby, whatever? Joe Montana, the, the, the San Francisco gunslinger, the, uh, the quarterback of the Duke of quarterbacks, 
the fucking 49er, 69er. The fucking man. I mean, I don't know much about I mean, I, I watch football occasionally. So I, I, but I know the name Joe Montana. He's, he's a big star. He's a big, uh, he was a big deal back in the day. I think he had four Super Bowls. I think Brady, who's, a, you know, currently like the most successful football boy, beat his records. You know, he's, the, he's that guy. Someone broke into his Malibu thing, his house, I guess. He's got a house in Malibu. Probably has a nice life after he's, like, you know, won all these football uh, football um, victories, these games. What do you call them, matches or games? The games, right? Football games. It's not a match. That'd be like soccer. This is, this is a man sport, not just some little kickball shit. This is fucking, you know, this is Joe Montana. He's not, he doesn't do matches, right? He's a fucking full-blown... Anyways, he's, he's, he's got a nice life now in Malibu, and he's just, you know, probably just having sex with beautiful wives that he has, different wives, different women. Um, does he do escorts? Probably. I mean, most rich men do, I think. I mean, most rich athletes are probably fucking on the side. doesn't take away from his family. This is, about, this is about a man who fought for his family, this story. But, you know, does it, does it mean, you know, does it mean he doesn't ever... Well, what's wrong with that? I mean, probably. But the sanctity of their marriage is not your business. It doesn't take away from his family. If his wife's cool with him having some side escort action, or even if she's not, like, that's her business. I mean, you can, you can, you can have her back if she wants to fight him. I don't know. I'm not going to begrudge the man an escort. But the point is, he has a beautiful family, it seems like. You know, wonderful wife and kids, and then he's living in Malibu on the beach, probably, with his fucking waves and the rocks. Some woman, some four, like 39-year-old woman, just wanders into his house and, like, grabs a baby. That's his grandson or daughter, I don't remember which, and fucking just walks off with it, like, you know, goes into another room. And, like, you know, I guess they, they fly the cops there, but he just went after her. And uh, I guess he beat, like, beat her with an inch of her life. I don't know. He, they, they're not saying that. But, I mean, what do you think? What's, what's, what's Captain Montana going to do? If, uh, I mean, I, I'd love to be in that room. Just some football, old football boy, some James Conn looking. He looks like James Conn in this picture I'm looking at. And he's just fucking, you know, you're going you gonna to take my baby, my grandson, the gift of life, my, my legacy. You're going you gonna to fucking hold my legacy and go to another room? You strange woman, and he just fucking takes a one of those gold footballs that they give him, and he just starts shoving it in her asshole, and then she drops a baby. Like I'm gonna shove this so far up your ass until this baby, you drop that baby, and then because uh, he can't grab, he knows he can't grab the baby. He's too strong to grab the baby because he'll just rip his baby's you know hands off. This is a dilemma. He like he's a man who walks around knowing he's like just a. You know, an elite specimen, an athlete, you know, with very few peers. So he could easily crush his, you know, son's skull if he starts trying to grab the baby and pull it out of her hands. I mean, maybe you could snatch it, but she might have a good grip on his one little leg, and then she's holding, he's ripped it it's like a wishbone. So he has to like fucking, you know, shove this gold football into her ass, and then you have to drop it so that you know the baby's not, you know, in danger of being ripped apart. But he did it, you know, like, I, I guess she's going to go to, you know, jail, to Guantanamo probably. You don't fuck with legends in this country. You don't fuck with football boys. They'll, you know, you don't take their kids. I don't know what this woman wanted. I don't blame her because I was saying last week, most kids are terrible. Um, and we need to really rule. And then, like, are we getting to a eugenics thing now? Because I'm saying Joe Montana's grandson is, is superior to the other. No, nah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, you know, but I can see what the allure because this woman probably had a shit baby. Like a, a baby who couldn't play football for anything. Like this Beckham baby. I, try, I, I keep fucking giving my three-year-old son this fucking football. And he just keeps like, you know, he throws it like five feet. And he just starts crying and shitting himself. And I try to make a man out of him. And my friends tell me, don't do it anymore. It's not gender neutral. It's not gender, you know, respectful. Don't fucking force these things on people. But I just want a football boy. And, you know, and then you see this fucking, you're driving... You see, you see, probably see Joe Montana with his grandkids at the, at the Dairy Queen, or the or, you know the fucking uh, the Coldstone Creamery, perhaps, just having the fucking time of his life, feeding maraschino cherries to his little grandson, right in the mouth. Just, just put your head back, boy. I'm gonna feed you maraschino cherries until you almost choke to death, and I'll save you, so you'll feel the comfort of being saved by a legend. That's what he said. There's a quote. You see him say that, like he just. 
it sounds smug. It sounds like, oh, we'll call himself a legend. But, like, I mean, if you're a four-year-old little boy and, like, you know, your grandpa is just, you know, reinforcing, I'm a, I'm a legend and I'm going to I'm gonna put you to the brink of death and then take you back. It's, you know, it, it, it's, it's got to be a captivating experience. You know, you get in the cherries, which is nice. Maraschino cherries, no, nothing to sneeze at. And then you get to be saved by a football legend. So there's nothing wrong with Joe, what Joe Montana is doing in this situation. It's, it's 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 bizarre, perhaps to you, but you know, but he 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 knows he he knows he can heimlich this kid. Like you know, me if I'm like, am I gonna let this kid choke on cherries? And then like, you no, know, what if I what if I can't heimlich him? He there is none of that. There's no doubt. I mean, maybe the kid does die, but he'd never assume it would. He would never believe it. If it happened, he would just be beside himself and go, I, "This could never happen." I'm a king. I'm a fucking elite athlete. Just have his abilities just shut down. Doubt. So he would just let this kid just choke on cherries until and then save him. And, you know, she witnesses this. She goes, I'll never have that with my shit son who doesn't play football, who doesn't know how to be great. And he's just, just resentful. And she's just kind of like, you know, she just starts watching tapes of old 49ers games and watching Joe Montana going, like, that could be my, I could be that guy. And she starts, she starts somehow, if I get that baby, then I'll also, I'll be like Joe Montana. And maybe I'll be the football guy, uh, even though you know, she look, look, do fo- women play football? Are there even women football leagues? I mean, I don't know. It's I know it's a very physical game. I'm, I'm, I don't care if people do it anymore. Like, if women want to do it, I don't even care. Like, what do they get hurt? Like if they want to play, let them. I, I'm sick of all the arguments. It's just like let them play. Like if they, I mean, have a women's league, whatever. Have it separate. Put them on the 49ers, Have a high school girl playing the NFL. I don't care. I really just don't like. It's just like, oh, who's gonna keep out this and that? It's like, you know, this toxic sludge in my bathtub right now that comes out of the faucet. Um, you know, we're, we're the brink of just kind of complete. I'm reading about fucking, uh, you know, another hurricane could cause like all these fucking toxic plants where we store stuff and just start leaking to the rivers. And it's like, I don't care if we let you know women in football, let them. Just, just don't worry about. It. But the point is. But she, you know, she starts to fast, you know, imagining that she'll be, uh, she'll be, you know, like a Joe Montana type person. The baby will make her stronger. So she sees this fucking, so she starts following him around. She probably follows him to the proctologist. He leaves the kid outside. Like, you know, grandpa's got to get his, guys get his rectum checked for polyps. You play your, you play your fucking iPad switch, your Nintendo iPad. And you fucking just, and you keep your head down. You don't fucking talk to no one. Don't fucking tell anyone you're Joe Montana's grandson. Don't don't talk about me. Don't fucking disrespect my game, my legacy. You're representing me in this proctologist's office. You know, whatever. He's stern. You know, he's not, it's not all Maraschino cherries. But, you know, he's a good, he's a good grandpa. And, you know, she's following him around all these places. She's following him um, to the movies. We're just taking him to, like, you know, see cars. And fucking, he's the, what was it? He's probably seen what's that movie with the Christopher Nolan movie? He's taking his little little baby to see Christopher Nolan movies. <laughs> Why is that so? He's gonna see Tenant. He's just fucking trying to explain the plot of Tenant. This three year old boy. Well, you know, you 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 understand what you know what a metaphor is. You understand what the, the hero cycle is, son. This is this is metaphysical. This is. I want you to read Joseph Campbell after we get home, and the, like the hero's journey, and, and how we're going to talk about how it relates to this Christopher Nolan movie. And uh, the son just, you know, probably just doesn't know what's going on. But you know, um, but you know, John has a huge Christopher. He loves Dark Knight, and he loves uh, Memento, that movie where he's going backwards or whatever. What was that? He keeps he losing his memory every five seconds. It's a good movie. Um. So whatever. So she, she's following him around to all these places, and she's like, I got to get this kid. I'm just going to walk in. Look, he's Malibu. He probably doesn't lock his doors. He's an aloof rich man. And he's just going to, like, you know, I'm just going to grab this baby, and I'm just going to walk into another room of the house and see what happens, which is like a plan. It's not a great plan. I would, you know, I would have taken the baby and just left the house. If that was a point. I mean, I wouldn't steal a baby. I don't believe in the transformative like, you know, force of being a grandpa. Like, I don't think I can take, I don't think, I don't believe that, you know, you can just take the offspring of, of, a, of a legend and become a legend. You know, you have to, no. Like, I'm, I, I'm not going to be a football star, but this woman clearly was treating this child like a talisman. So she fucking took the baby and she went into, like, the den 
and she's just kind of going like he's probably I don't was she was she trying to like f- like suck not only suck like you know dicks or pussies or anything I'm talking about like suck the energy out of this kid somehow just let it absorb into her um, and then before she knew it you know Joe Montana just fucking clocks her and who knows what happened in that room we don't know the woman's in custody she got charged with kidnapping I mean you picked the wrong target I mean all the reasons you'd want to uh, take Joe Montana's grandson away from him all the reasons all the benefits you see is all i mean it's not way but if I, you think this guy's gonna let you some schmuck who fuck whose kid can't even throw a, a frisbee to like take his grandson he'll fucking I'm, I'm surprised he didn't just rip her rip her arms off I and mean, that's that, I mean, he's just you know i wonder what's like what's it like for a fucking guy who's like an elite athlete and afterwards he was kind of what does he do is he investing things does he own a quiz nose Probably owns a couple things like a Quiznos, or you know, maybe maybe he owns a Trader Joe's, or those franchises, or those chains. I don't know. I don't know what like because they what do they, they they I mean, some people buy like car dealerships, but I think he was too big. He's got all his money. I mean, he's probably like one of these guys who goes on like comments and games. You know, the, the color commentator. He probably he probably shows up at the Super Bowl going like, "Look at this fucking motley crew of football boys," and like he starts spouting off. Um I would love to see a fucking, like, a current football player just attack him. Because, like, he probably was, like, you know, it's just not against Joe Montana, but, like, you know, he is old. So, you know, that's the thing. They, they should make him keep playing until they're, like, on the brink of, like, paralyzation. And that sounds wrong. But, I mean, like, they're just the top stars. I don't mean the, the, the run, you know, the, 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 the average professional athlete. Um I guess because football, I mean, now you're going to say Muhammad Ali and he got, you know, too many concussions and that's the downside of it. But uh, I like the idea of how of you have to cruelly uh, take take the, the, the title away from, you know, it's not enough to just be, well, oh, you know, Michael Jordan was here and now LeBron's here. Like Michael Jordan should have had to play long enough to where LeBron could have just beaten him and taken his rings and, and embarrassed him. Um you know, when we reorganize society after the collapse, we'll probably do something like that. We'll keep sports, but we'll just kind of build in a little more depraved, a little more like just kind of. It's not, it doesn't have to go to Rome. We don't have to have like lions in 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 the Colosseum, you know, chewing the heads off people and shit and gladiators. But just make sports a little more. I mean, give some of them knives. Maybe you know, handicap the thing. Give them weapons. Maybe not knives. Give them kind of blunt weapons. Um Nothing that would damage you too hard. Mm. I was parched. But, um, you know, some way to get people to just... You, 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 I'm so sick of just seeing these guys who have these great lives and retire. Maybe Joe Montana should, like, he should be kind of broken and, and brittle. And, like, the fact that, you know... Because the people, honestly, the people just want, they want a hero, but they want to bring you down. They want to be able to go into your house after you've achieved all these things and take your grandkids. And, like, Joe Montana is just taking care of himself and, like, goes to the spa every day. Like, it's massages and, like, has a personal trainer. And he's reasonably fit. And he's, you know, so, no, he's, you can't. They're loot-proof. You can't loot them. We need athletes you can loot. And, like, you know, LeBron James, when he retires in, let's just say, five years, just say five years. I mean, this guy is, is a specimen among specimens physically. I mean, he's he's just able to keep going. He's like thirty-five now, and he's just playing better than anyone. So who knows when he stops? When he stops, he's still going to be a guy who can like stop keep his kids from getting kidnapped, right? Fight people off. But like over time, he's going to become an older and older man. And so maybe that's the thing. Maybe you just, like you know we just kind of have to. Um, speed up some of that process you know maybe he's not allowed to eat meat anymore and so he doesn't he can't get as strong no meat no that soy protein shit even though it makes your breast grow he would still take it to stay strong so no you don't have, you don't have powder protein you can eat fish you can eat fish you can eat some chicken but these are regulations we put on you so you, you gradually get weaker and then the people can come and like fight you. Don't you know, I'm not saying we allow home invasions of LeBron James' house. I'm just saying there's got to be some kind of system where someone can come up and challenge him, challenge him to a one-on-one game of basketball. And then you know, but it's a very physical game where he's just. I mean, honestly, and you know, he'll win most of them. But then they'll they'll come the day when like you know some young gun 
football boy comes or basketball boy just come, shows up and like, you know, I'm, I'm going to take your, I want to take your Brentwood house. I think he lives in the Brentwood, LA or whatever. Someone keeps hammering. If you hear hammering, disregard it, I guess. Someone's putting a pool in, an indoor pool in their apartment or something. I don't know. I don't know what kind of work can be done in these places. What are you, are you hanging a bunch of pictures? A bunch of pictures of Joe Montana holding his grandson? And that's not a bad idea. I mean, this is a day to celebrate grandpas. I think it's National Daughter Day, but it's really, to me, it's, it's, it's you know, Daddy, Daddy Grandpa Day. Um, so, I don't know. Just, I, I, sports are a very unifying thing. So, congratulations, Joe Montana, on saving your grandson or daughter or whatever. Uh, condolences to the, the person, the, the woman with the, the terrible football baby. Uh, I'm sorry your kid let you down. You tried to make the bet, you know, life gave you lemons. You tried to make lemonade. You ended up with piss. That's what happens. You know, sometimes you try to make lemonade and you just drinking piss. And this is, this is what you got. You get some Joe Montana piss. Uh, but, you know, but you got beat by one of the best. So don't worry about that. But we'll move on from Joe Montana. A zookeeper was mauled by a gorilla and rushed to the hospital. I mean, yeah, I don't want to tell you about that. The zookeeper was mauled. Like, you're not good. I mean, like, that's the thing. It's like, it's like if you watch, not everyone's, it's like, is it newsworthy? I guess. But when you're a zookeeper, your, your job is to, like, not get killed by a gorilla while you're feeding them. Like, that's the one thing you do, I think. Um, so I feel bad for you. But, you know, there's, there's a certain level of, uh, I mean, I guess shit happens. I'm not trying to shit in the guy, but, like, it's kind of the job. The job is to not get mauled by a gorilla. And, you know, you have to assume that, and I think a lot of the times, I don't know in this case, I don't know, read the details, a lot of times people get familiar with them. They forget it's a wild animal that hates them. The gorilla doesn't want to be there. Um, I don't know what a gorilla even thinks. Is the gorilla, like, conscious? Who knows? Maybe they, can, maybe they can think everything, but they can't, like, you know, move their hands, so what's the point of anything? They can move their hands, but they can't, they can't build things. How smart is a gorilla? They're probably decently, they're smarter than a cat, right? I'm just saying, if I was a gorilla, I would always be, just be waiting to, like, you know, the zookeeper. He's probably bringing some shit meat. Oh, I got you a steak. And then, you know, it's like some, some stopping shop steak. It's not a nice dry-aged meat. Can you give him some dry-aged meat? Can you give him some shit steak from fucking the key food? And he's like, you know, every day you give me this key food. You take me for granted. And I'll just be waiting. Uh, do gorillas even eat beef or meat? They might be like herbivores, but they kill they kill people, right? I don't even know why we're talking about this. It's just a strange. I find it strange that you know we're like zookeepers keep getting mauled every couple of years, and it's like, you know, stay further away from the gorilla. Don't you have like a fucking uh, like a stick? That you just put the meat on. What are you doing? You trying like you trying to do the thing where you're picking the bugs off the back of the gorilla? That's not your job. Did, did the female gorilla die, and so she couldn't groom the gorilla? Like I can't, I'm trying to imagine all the scenarios where I have to touch a gorilla. Oh, the gorilla's sick. The gorilla will deal with it. You know, just stick with some fucking Advil and put it in. Here's your Advil and just we'll get like a, like a, like a, a bolo gun. I think it shoots the, the net and just have it shoot pills at them. Like, and, and like, you know, 100, 100 or 150 pills and like five of them will end up in his mouth. Well, you, you, put, you throw a fish at him, he opens his mouth and you throw pills. Like, you don't need to, you, you, you want to be some fucking doctor who takes care of a fucking takes care of a, a gorilla you want you, you think you're getting some prize you, you, you want you're waiting around for a documentary crew to come around so you can show them the gorilla you can gorilla shake hands and you, and you kiss and you hug and it's just some great thing you think you're you think you're the you tell your family and look you look out and you hey you're you think your job's tough where you clean the shit out of the pipes but uh, i have to feed a gorilla and that's real hard you know you think you think your your business boy job you know, where you sell, you know, real estate is a stressful thing. I could be killed by a gorilla any day. And you are. I mean, like, you're, you're a hump. Um, they're waiting around for that. They want, they want the, you know, if you, oh, I got into it because I love animals. Well, that seems like a weird thing because animals don't want to be, oh, well, they're, you know, actually the zoos keep them alive. And, like, they're endangered. I, like, I don't know enough about zoology, but, like, we've got, are the zoos helping? Are we actually repopulating or are we just keeping a couple left? That seems like a problem. We should let gorillas live in, like, give them a state. What's a good state? Give them Montana. Yeah, honestly, it's like, you know, the, the rich people, 
of this country are like or coalesced in Montana. They're building these huge compounds of private security full of black water guys, you know, ex Navy SEAL Delta guys, you know, ex Mossad maybe IDF guy, who knows? Just all sorts of French Foreign Legion. They're all just running around Montana protecting these private chefs who work you know, and I'm not talking they're not protecting the private chef. Well they are sometimes. When the private chef has to go out and get a big salmon, because I'm talking about the private chefs of the billionaires. Because they have a private chef. They, they probably have these little, they probably have like a, a little f- outlet stores in their little compounds. They built these massive things in Montana. Before when everything collapses. You know, we can go, I, I should reach, we should research this and go into it more next time or another time. But we'll just take it at face value. This is a real thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, how about we stop that and we give that to the gorillas? So if we stop fucking around with zoos and these fucking, you know, these fucking, you know, wannabe, these fucking guys who are like, you know, uh, what, what, these guys, they, they think they're better than they are. What's the word here? They think they're it's just trying to, they're trying to be heroes. They're trying to be fucking Joe Montana's feeding the gorillas. I mean, what do you do? You, you fucking, you doing a little dance? You doing a little TikTok dance? I mean, is TikTok over? I don't know. I know they banned it from the app store, but can you still download it? I have it on the phone. I should probably try it. I've never, you know, done a TikTok. But, um, but I bet, the, you know, was this guy trying to do a little TikTok video with the gorilla? I love how I just don't actually read the article. I'm just looking at the top and just, you know, but that's what this is. I mean, this might as well be a, maybe we can monetize this in some kind of Netflix show where it's just like, it's, it's like a, it's just me trying to figure out what the news story is, but it always ends up, you know, just being about Joe Montana and, and his grandson with the cherries. It's just because it's called Cherry Boy. No, Cherry Boy sounds terrible. Cherry Boy sounds like a fucking awful, like, uh, like, like the name of a viral video that is like kind of, I don't even want to say, but like very creepy. So no, we won't call it Cherry Boy. We'll call it, you know, uh, we'll call it Football, gr- football Granddaddy Supreme. Yeah, Football Granddaddy Supreme. Football Granddaddy Supreme coming this fall. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll leak a trailer on Netflix, and it's all just me. Some somehow, I don't know. I mean, does this make any sense? You, I'll get some feedback, I'm sure, on this. But let me know if you think I should pitch Football Daddy Grand Football Granddaddy Supreme to Netflix. Um, I can probably get a meeting. It would take some, you know, maneuvering. I could get my foot in the door. I don't know if it would get passed, but I think I could like get someone to perhaps talk to me, maybe under not the most honest. Uh, you know, circumstances. I mean, I have to lie and say, you know, say I'm someone I'm not and perhaps bring a, not a weapon, but just imply that I'm a guy who might have a weapon. Just kind of hint that. Like, because you don't want to get caught even with a fake gun. They'll, they'll just sue you. So you just kind of hint that, you know, it's like, hey, I'm here to see, uh, you know, John Luco Romero, uh, the head of, Net, you know, the head of development at Netflix, which is, you know, whoever the guy is. And, you know, you have an appointment and it's like, you know, I don't think I have a gun. And I go, what? And he's go, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, you have an appointment. Sure, let's get ready to And then but you say that, you go, I don't think I have a gun. And they get, and it leaves a scene of doubt in their head. Um, or you just kind of, what looks like a gun you could put in your pocket? You just, you just want, you want the idea that like, you know, yeah, this guy's menacing, but you can't threaten them. And you can't fucking even have a, you can't say I have a gun. You can't lie. It doesn't sit, you know, it's still, you have to make them make the false assumption. It's a trick. But I'm, I'm saying, whatever. Football, once I'm in the room, football granddaddy supreme uh, is going to be probably an uphill pitch. I mean, will will they go for it? Will, you know, I'm just describing, I have to set it up with this Joe Montana business and, like, you know, establish. Because, you know, this guy, Joe Montana was big in, like, the 80s and the early 90s. Uh, they might not even remember who he is. I mean, he's a legend, but, you know, you can't expect every person on Netflix to, you know, to get football. Uh, I barely understand football. So are they just going to, you know, I mean, that's why it's not called Joe Montana, you know, Adventures. It's called Football Granddaddy Supreme. Because, you know, if I go in there with Joe Montana Adventures, what the fuck is Joe Montana? Is he an, is he, is he an improv guy? No, he's a football. Is, is, oh, he's a football guy who does pranks? He's a football guy, a football player who pranks people by beating them to death, uh, their loved ones to death in front of them. And they're like, well, that wouldn't be a prank. 
Okay, so is it a guy who like you know maybe he delivers pizzas to people? Uh, he like he shows up with the pizza and he goes, I didn't deliver pizza. And he goes, I'm Joe Montana, the football guy, the football boy. Uh, you know, and like yeah, I don't know, they have a party. They fucking they have a nice party. Like, he, like, and I'm like, can you just listen to my pitch? You, you're getting ahead of the you're getting ahead of the pitch here. Like you know, it's not a prank show. It's a it's a it's a show where I read the news. I look at news stories, and it's like like this thing with the the zookeepers mauled by a gorilla, and I just look at the fucking the top part, the lead with the picture, and I try to guess what this story is about, and then bring it, and then after I'm done elaborating what the story would be, I then try to tie it in with the recurring story of Joe Montana uh, being a really good grandpa and protecting his kids from various women or men who try to take his grandkids away. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a recurring. It basically it it puts Joe Montana in the role of kind of a. It's like his grandkids are kind of a coveted, you know, resources. I don't know like what what show this would be like. I mean, is this? A show, I mean, I guess like uh, is Ducktales? Are they always trying to get those kids? I, I haven't seen Ducktales in forever. But I mean, uh, Inspector Gadget? No, I don't think they're. I don't know. I mean, I think there are some things where someone's always trying to get the kids right. And this is the case. So there'll have to be some kind of villain. Maybe the villain will be, um, I don't know. I mean, if I'm, if I'm in the room with the Netflix, with John Luco Romero and Netflix, and I'm, I'm done yelling at him for interrupting me. I'm explaining this pitch. I'm I'm probably gonna say the villain is who would it be? Would it be? No, it wouldn't be the gorilla zookeeper. Um, would it be another football player? Who would be the best counterpoint? Uh, maybe, maybe these people are. All, maybe there's some guy who's like trying to get the, the Montana kids to start a football team. It's Elon Musk. The, yeah, it'll be Elon Musk. Elon Musk wants a football team, and he knows the you know he knows what he's got to do. He's got to get you know he wants to clone Joe Montana, but if he tries to clone Joe Montana, Joe Montana would break his face. He hate. I'm sure he hates Elon Musk. Joe Montana's not driving around with some Tesla like some fucking dork. Like some fucking, he's a football. He's, he probably drives around in a fucking tank or some Humvee with a turret. Um, you know, you, you don't go from being the fucking king of football, like, you know, to driving an electric car. It's just not, I mean, he's, he's a different generation. Um, and also, he's just, he, he, he read that story, which I brought up before, where Elon Musk tr- tried to fucking, you know, get the Italian government to let him, you know, use his weird pedophile submarine to, like, save those kids. And he's like, you know, was it was it Italian? I forget who it was, but whoever it was, they weren't they wouldn't let Elon Musk use his submarine. And Joe Montana read that story. He goes, good for them. That guy's a real prick. I don't like I don't like cut of his jib. So this is you know, this is the guy. Uh, so Elon Musk is just you know a disgusting person. Yeah, he's hateable. Uh, we've done rants on him before. We don't have to get into it. He's the villain. Do they green light? Um, Football Granddaddy Supreme? Is that what it's called? I have to go back and listen now. It was a f- Football Granddaddy Supreme. Yeah, Football Granddaddy Supreme. Or this Granddaddy Football Supreme. It really should include featuring Elon Musk. Football Granddaddy Supreme featuring Elon Musk as the villain. That's part of the title. As, as Elon Musk as the scum. Okay, Football Granddaddy Supreme featuring Elon Musk as the scum. It's kind of weird that like Joe Montana is the star, but his name's not in it. But we but we put a lot of Musk's name. But I mean, when you say football granddaddy supreme, who else is going to be? Is it going to be Tom Brady? No, he Tom Grady, Tom Grady would never be in this fucking movie, or this show. He would never ma- make the medal. You know, Tom Brady would let people like just probably he'd probably be, you know if, in, what's it been like thirty years since Joe Montana retired twenty five, so like you know let's just say Brady. At the age of 60, sitting in his, you know, Miami apartment, who knows, his house, some some other rich area, you know, maybe not Malibu, but there's other nice places he can live. He'll live somewhere with his model Giselle wife. And then, you know, he's got grandkids and they're sitting around and they're watching, um, they're watching just the NCIS and just, he's loving it. He's just enthralled with the, with the Navy, Navy crimes. He's enthralled. Tom Brady's just watching we episode after episode where the Navy is just, you know, 
riddled with sex crimes and like fraud and murder and, and, and just everyone in the Navy's just killing each other and raping each other and fucking each other and only this team with the goth girl and, and the guy from the movie uh, Summer School can stop these these rapists these Navy rapists what is going on with the Navy <laughs> why there's so many crimes in the Navy because isn't NCIS like a sequel to JAG which I never also never watched um was again so so many crimes. I know I'm sh- look again. I'm sure there's, there's Navy crimes, but like, maybe the Navy's doing more harm than good. If all these people are getting murdered and raped and and, and sold into you know uh, labor slave situations, you know I don't know. I mean, what what kind of crimes are happening? Because I mean, I remember my dad would love this, and I I, I feel like there's a whiff of like cons- like there's almost like a conspiracy against the, the NCIS guys, and it's like what force is fighting. Like what? Or I get a guy who's like you know a gen, maybe a general, or I guess an admiral in the navy, uh, did some kind of sex crime, and you know the summer school guy and, and the goth girl are just going after you know and, and sticking it to him, and they catch him, and so he's a powerful guy maybe, but it seems like there's organizations like spies who fight them. Who's fucking fighting the navy? The goddamn Navy sex crime murder police, whatever. They, you know, I don't know what they. It just seems odd. I mean, it, it seems like a, a created conflict. Um, but Tom Brady loves it. Is the point? And he's someone draw. So he, if you came to Tom Brady's house and you're like, and, and he's, he's watching NCIS, and like you just, yeah, like you know, Mr. Brady, and you just wander in. And he's like, oh, this is a good part. And it's just, it's that, it's that, goth girl Abby, right? Abby, the goth girl. She's like, come look at my microscope. Blah, 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 blah. That's something. Yeah. He's like, oh, I love it when she does that. I love it when she looks in her microscope and finds finds things and just whatever. And he's just enthralled. Because he's, you know, I'm not saying he's a dumb guy. He's smart in a lot of ways. But, you know, he doesn't like great TV. He's going he's gonna to really enjoy NCIS in his retirement. So, we, and you go, hey, I'll just, I'm, I'm here just to take one of your grandkids. Like, yeah, take him. Take my grandkids. He's literally saying this. Giselle. Wrap up one of the kids. Give it to this guy. One less mouth to feed. Am I right? And um, you know, because he's in my my he's cheap. I'm saying um, he loves his grandkids. But like, if you give him the opportunity to not have to feed a grandkid, it doesn't matter how rich he is, he'll take it. So that's the kind of the guy we're dealing with. That's why you know that's why he's not football granddaddy supreme. Uh, Joe Montana is. So I think this gets greenlit. I think Football Granddaddy Supreme featuring Elon Musk as the scum is the new, um, there's no more false slate, I guess. False slate, what they call it. You know, spring sweeps, these TV terms. I, mean, I guess there is still TV. I'm picturing this goes in a streaming service, but maybe it goes to a network. This might be the kind of high concept project that like NBC will want. Because NBC is fighting the streaming services, is fighting the general, you know, Cable in general, they, they have a certain, you know, diffusion of entertainment has happened over the past 30 years, let's just say. And uh, they need something big. You know, I don't think, the, do they have the, the mask singer? Is that them? Seems like Fox has a lot of those American Idol type things. Does NBC have the voice? I don't know. I mean, they're struggling, though. They need another tentpole. And, foot, you know, this fall, football, Grand A Supreme, featuring Elon Musk as the scum. Um... It's like a, it was an event viewing thing. People will be talking about it. Did you? Because like you know, it's just going to be very warm. Uh, Joe, Mon- like Joe Montana, it's going to be like Joe Montana is just fighting off all of Elon Musk's. Uh, hmm. Who will he employ? Ninjas? Or just straight up like you know, guy? Like does he have electronic cars that could try to run the kids over? Like every like every, half of all the episodes are like the, you know a Tesla just driving through a school. And killing ten kids, but Joe Montana like jumping in and just he could have saved three kids, but he just saved his one grandkid. Like it was so, but you know it's something he saves. You know he's not there to protect. He's not a superhero. He's football granddaddy supreme. So he just saves the kid, and like all these and just mayhem, murdered children. Um, That's the other thing. There'll be a lot of it's, it's it's a warm grandpa story, but it's. Uh, dark because a lot of people like he's gonna have to come to terms with like, in order, you know, keeping my grandkids safe. But like, I'm you know, am I the problem because I'm just getting everyone's kids murdered because they want like I'm keeping my kids safe. 
But you know, I'm just maybe I'll be the arc. Maybe like by the end of season one, he realizes I should also stop him. You know, killing uh, other people's grandkids in the process of trying to kill mine. You know, like even it should be easy though. I don't want it to be a thing where like I want it to be clear. Joe Montana could have done it the whole time. He could have been saving the other kids. It was very simple. He's very quick. He, you know, whatever. He's, but like he's kind of re- it's him kind of softening his heart, his athlete heart. To like you know to, to to think that other kids are worthy of being saved, which might seem look it's a it's a complicated you know it's an antihero perhaps or like a, it's halfway between an antihero and a, and a hero, you know because he's he's a good guy, but you know he's it's it's about and then, then through this show we'll teach people to kind of be more socialistic, right? Like you know I'm not saying we get social, but like hey maybe we, maybe we stop you know we stop fucking selling you know securitized uh, piss. Like, you know, whatever. Like, you know, stocks that are just, you know, the carnage of the economy, I'm just saying. We, we give a little bit back. I'm not saying we go Maoist. I'm not saying we go fucking Marxist. That's not the point of Football Grand Day Supreme Preacher and Elon Musk is the scum. That's not the point of the show. But, you know, soften up a little bit. Take 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 care of each other, you know? It's a good message. Um, I don't know. Is there TV anymore? There must be. I mean, there has to be. Can we get Joe Montana on board? Is he too rich? That's the problem. He's like, he, like there might be a, a struggle to even get him on board because it's like, um, now he, he honestly he he he's going on to boost his legend. Let's not even worry about that. Yeah, well, well, I'm gonna tell him that we have him before I go to the meeting, and we'll just fucking lie, um, and then. You know, we'll figure it out afterwards. Maybe, maybe, I mean, whatever. Worst case, we just get some. We get Tom Brady, and we tell him it's Joe Montana. You know, despite everything I just said, scrap it. We'll go with Tom Brady. I don't care. Like, you know, I have a show now, so like, you know, I'm I'm not. I don't have that much integrity. I'm not gonna like. I'm well. You know, now he's not really a football. No, but the show becomes Tom Brady's just selling his kids to Elon Musk. Um, whatever. Yeah, you know, I I just want I want to show. I want I want I want to be a powerful. Showrunner, so I don't care. Make make it make it make it the guy from uh, who's another? I can't, I'm trying to think of one other football player. Uh, Paul Marino from the Dolphins. Make him solve Navy crimes. I don't care. You know, make him be. He's solving other Navy rapes. He's he's taking down admirals. This is you know we're in the meeting. We don't we don't think Joe Montana. Fuck it. Don Marino is fucking shooting Navy admirals on a hunch. Every episode starts kind of Columbo. Where you see the, you see the crime get committed, and then you watch how Columbo solves it. So it's kind of a backwards thing. It's not quite like that, but the same idea we have a vignette. So every episode starts with a vignette with Joe Don Marino of the Dolphins fame, the Miami Dolphins, old Don Marino, just fucking puts a gun to the Navy admiral's head. He, you know. And, he, and, his, and his football outfit, like he squeezed into his actual original football outfit. Like he probably doesn't, he's probably, you know, gained a little weight. Some way, he's not the same guy. So he's just kind of fat, balling, little, he's not, he probably doesn't, he has a little gut, but like it just looks like a fat gut because he just squeezed that out of it. <laughs> his helmet. He's just, he's just fucking with a, Oh, I really want this show. I mean, I, how is this show not going to get greenlit? This is amazing. So Don Marino, who's like just old as shit, in, in his football uniform, his helmet, is just shooting a Navy admiral uh, in the back of the head like he's like sitting in an easy chair or something in his house. And then you have to figure out, you know, in the rest of the episodes about why you find out the Navy admiral, you know, raped a, a big movie star. Whoever. I don't know. I don't know what the Navy's into. I can't. I can't. Imagine how just decades of, of crimes are able to like populate this show in this universe. What is the is the Navy just the term for like I guess in Demolition Man where like every restaurant's Taco Bell? The movie Demolition Man was good with Stallone and Wesley Snipes. Like everything's Taco Bell, and like well, in this movie, the Navy every like every business is Navy. So like therefore, cause I, how can you have this many crimes? You're supposed to be fighting wars, and like we don't even charge you with war crimes most of the time. Like they they just shoot people whenever they want. I mean that guy that guy got pardoned, right? The fucking Eddie Gallagher, whatever his name was, the fucking Navy SEAL. He just like you know he did some stuff that was so crazy. Even other Navy SEALs are like, this is kind of look. We wanted to kill people like with carte blanche, but this is a little fucked up, dude. And they pardoned them. Like no, no, this is what Navy SEALs are about. 
It's just stabbing, shooting, pissing, fucking kissing, hugging. That's, that's the model of the Navy. It's just stabbing, shooting, killing, pissing, hugging, kissing. Uh, it's the Marines have simplified the Navy as that. Um, so yeah, I'm just saying. What was the point of that? The amount of crime, the sheer amount of crimes the Navy has is just baffling. Uh, it's a bizarre. I don't know. But Joe Montana is just solving them all. We we lean into it. You know, we fucking you know Joe Montana will just go um, on TV and just you know in in this show. Like he'll buy ad space. He's a rich guy. He's a weird. It's a vigilante thing. He's not. He's not part of NCIS. He's NCIS rogue. We'll call it NCIS rogue. So if you don't buy football, Granddaddy Supreme featuring Elon Musk as the scum, you might be interested in uh, alternative um, Joe the Mag- No, Joe Maggio, Don Marino uh, in NCIS rogue, and we'll get sued because we're not affiliated with NCIS, but we're stealing their idea. But he's just some guy, rich guy, and an ex athlete who's like, I'm sick of these Navy guys getting away with fucking murders and rapes and pissing. Just pissing all over us, you know, taking all the fucking. His wife was like just killed by a random Navy. Um, what other ranks? Do they have lieutenants? Probably, right? Some, like, the, the show, the first episode starts with some lieutenant in the Navy just fucking showing up at, at Don Marino's, like, f- you know, football Hall of Fame acceptance speech. And he goes, you know, hmm, must be nice to be a football boy. He goes, yeah, it's not bad. Well, you're in the Navy. Thank you for your service. And he's like, his wife is right there. Oh, I love a man in uniform. And she's just being like, kind of that polite flirtiness. Like he's just, it's not knowing he's not cucking. Like he's like, he's like, oh, look at this. She likes the man in uniform. And he just fucking shoots her. And like, Navy rules. He just runs out the door. Like I don't know what the Navy, the Navy are just like the like the scoundrels of of all. Like they're the ISIS of the military. It seems like if you listen, to watch. so whatever. We'll we'll lean into it. And, uh, yeah, so he's just on a vendetta. He's going to get old, but not, not just getting, he's not going to get revenge on every Navy guy. He's not like, the whole Navy's not responsible, but I'm going to stop the, the Navy criminals. That would be weird. I mean, that could be, look, I'm not, I'm not opposed to the idea of we scrap the NCIS thing, and it's just Joe, um, Don Marino hunting Navy guys and fighting them, but just because he hates the Navy. I mean, that's an alternative idea. Where he's just we we scrapped the whole investigation thing, but I think I, I think you know I think the investigation is a good, is a good structure. People like the procedural structure of a show, um, even though what you know what sells them on it is is Don Marino just shooting Navy admirals and maybe lieutenants sometimes, and uh, but it usually goes up to the admiral. Um, every ep- every episode almost, with a few exceptions, will be them, them cracking some massive Navy wide case with a lot of corruption. That also seems to be a thing. I mean, I only know enough about NCIS from my dad eating pretzels in the kitchen, watching it, enjoying it after a hard day of work. Um, and look, he smart guy. I'm not putting my dad. My dad just liked to live in a world where the Navy, he liked to imagine a world where the Navy is just like Nazi Germany and ISIS and like, you know, cancer all just wrapped into one. It's the omnis- omnipresent threat of our times uh, is the Navy. It, to me, that seems like, you know, I never thought that was a comforting or even enjoyable, but a guy like my dad, he's not a dumb guy, he's a smart guy. He, but there's something about that. There's something about the Navy uh, being the villain uh, always. People just don't like the Navy, I guess. So, look, it, it's the market. The point is, uh, Don Marino's shooting admirals, um, the cracking cases, um, there's uncovering corruption all over the place. Maybe he's helped by the Marine. No, the Marines are part of the Navy, right? He's helped by the Army. The Army gives him weapons. Uh, they, they, they have that rivalry, right? Army, Navy. They play the football games. And it's just like, it's a, it's a, you think it's a friendly rivalry, but like, no, like, this is in this universe. The Army is literally like, he'll, he'll just, you know, usually he's by himself in his football uniform, but sometimes he'll have like Army Rangers with him. And he's just ordering them, like, to shoot. Like, they, they go into a Navy barracks, and he's just, shoot that barracks up. I'm going to go to the other one. Like, the whole barracks? Yeah, shoot it up. And we need to distract them. Like, look, his goal isn't to kill everyone in the Navy, but he has no problem cracking a few eggs. Um, so, you know, this is, this is a fun world. This is, this is something we've, we've landed on to 
a fun idea. He's a grandpa. Was that no? Not Don Marino. Was not. I'm 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 merging the ideas now. And honestly, maybe we get both. Maybe in five years you're gonna look on TV and just like you see, just you just at one point you saw like Law and Order, Law and Order SVU, Law and Order Criminal Intent, Law and Order uh, other ones. I think maybe. And then it was NCIS Extreme, and then it was CSI, CSI Miami, CSI New York. Like there'll be fo- my football thing going on with all these various football um, crime fighters slash heroes. You know, uh, you, got, you got the show. Um, you got the show with Joe Montana. You got the show with Don Marino. Um, you have the show with. Um, who's another football guy? We, I mean, uh, can I get a third one now? I mean, Brady's in there. We're, we're kind of Brady in this universe. And it'll be like a mixed universe of shows and maybe a movie eventually. And Brady's going to be uh, a villain. But like maybe one of those villains like in Dragon Ball Z where like he becomes a friend. Maybe, maybe Brady you know, redeems himself also. Because that's the kind of thing. All the guys you fight, you end up being your buddies and then you fight bigger guys. That's an anime thing they do and it works really well. Um, who's the refrigerator? He's a guy from the eighties or whatever, right? That guy, I mean, he's just—he'll make a cameo appearance. I—I—I I, I can't think of other football people. There's Montana, there's Don Marino, there's a uh, Joe Namath, right? They all look the same to me. They all just kind of that weird, same old grandpa look. Maybe Joe Namath is just a—is uh, Joe Na- Joe Namath, pussy hunter, and it's just a show about him trying to find love in his uh, older age. Uh, Joe Namath, Pussy Hunter, coming you know this fall. Uh, if you like the s- football granddaddy supreme, and uh, and also like you know Joe Namath, Navy Murder Boy, you're gonna love. Um, oh, fuck! If you love Don Marino, Navy Murder Boy, you're gonna love Joe Namath, Pussy Hunter. About you know, and it's just him. But it's got him going on dates. But he's like you know. He reminds me of guys I worked with older who were older, who were like decent looking, probably decent looking looking guys when they were young, and they got older and they're not terrible looking. And uh I don't know if they were married, they got divorced, but you know, they they knew how to fuck pussy. Um, or just, you know, what's the word? Not fun, like I'm not saying they were good in bed, I don't know. But they knew how to I mean, I look, I, I don't use the term pussy hound myself. I don't but it just it applies to them. Like a guy like Joe Namath would just I mean, I think there was wasn't there that video of him just like grabbing that woman? So the sideline reporter, like I think he was drunk. He's like, I want to kiss you, and like you know, he used to walk around with a fur coat. I think. I mean, he's a put. I, I can't think of a more apt thing. Joe Namath, pussy. It was a Jet, right? The New York Jets. I don't know if they ever won, but Joe Namath, pussy hunter. You know, that's gonna that'll eventually get. That'll be the tail end of it. That's gonna be the last one where the and the pe- people are gonna push back on it because there's gonna be a lot of graphic um, sex scenes in it. Um, even though it's on net, net network TV, it's gonna be like I mean, it's gonna be blocked in a certain way, like you know, shot where it's like, but it's like just we don't see the tits and the pussy and the ass and the, and the dick, but like you know, it's like a so, and it's like a softcore porn or like we're just it's just the idea, like even if you don't, if you don't see too much, it's just a lot of him referring to like just it'll be like a five a seven minute sex scene, which is long for you know for a show, um, and some of it will be you know him. I'm sorry, I forgot to take my pill. Because he's an older guy. Look, I don't care how much of an athlete you are. He's not keeping his rock-hard dick all the time without some pills. He's like 70 years old or older. Um, but, you know, it's about a man in his twilight years um, trading on his fame, um, fucking much younger women. Not on, like in their 30s, probably. It's not gross. I mean, I'm just saying. But, you know, it's not because I think that's the right thing. It's just... This this guy, you know, it's not about Joe Name. Maybe Joe Namath eventually meets an older woman, older woman. You know, he learns to find companionship with a woman his own age. Maybe that's the point of the show. But that'll come in season seven. Um, maybe we'll introduce a char- like an older character who's in, like an invalid woman who, like you know, incontinent. She shits all the time. She's his neighbor. Um. She's always like falling, and like he's just disgusted with her. He's just like every time he goes to the mail, he sees her. She's just like is really old, like with a walker, and she's just like trying to get to the mailbox, and she's just slipping on her own piss, just falling on the floor. And he like he just like help. He goes to help her up, and he's like, "Oh, you smell like piss." And he's like, oh, "I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't have said that." And you know, it's okay. And she's like, "It's really." But over time, he learns to love her. 
But in the course of that, that's like, it takes a while. He's just, you know, he's just showing up at bars with a Super Bowl ring if he has one. If not, he's probably got like a fucking other ring. He's got jewels, a bejeweled football that granddaddy. Much like Joe Montana, but a little more sleazy. He's a sleazy Joe Montana. Because uh, Joe Montana, I'm saying, he, I was saying before, he could fuck escorts, but I don't think Joe Montana would show up at, like, the Body Barn, which is a place in Long Island, like a big outdoor, you know, just drunk fuck party place. Not fuck party. You know, we, meet, you know we, people meet people to fuck people, you know? Or, like, the Nutty Irishman. He, show, he shows up at these bars, and he's just, like, sees these younger women, and he's like, you know who I am. And, like, he carries around a fucking framed picture of himself throwing, just posing with a football. It's not even him in the, in the act. He's just posing with a football, and, like, that's me. I'm Joe Name, Pussy Hunter. And uh, he buys her expensive meals. Um, he teaches her about classical music. Um, not that he knows much, but he's just like, he's, he's whining and dining and 69ing and fucking showing them classy things. He's taking them to the, to the, 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 the opera, the New York Opera House. The Paris, I'll take you to the Paris Opera House if you eat my ass. I'll tell you that one. If you give me a blowjob that I like, I'll take you to an opera, baby. That's a promise. They'll say things like that. It's like, you wouldn't think it would work, but if the guy's famous and he's offering, you know, spend a lot of money on you, I'm not saying every woman. There's a lot of misses, and, you know, but he definitely, it's going to work sometimes. Why? I mean, why not? Like, why not take, you know, it's, it's never creepy. Uh, no, it's always creepy, but it's never, like, you know, unconsensual. Um, he gets slapped in the face a lot of times, and, you, could, you know, he never hits him back. He's a classy guy. When after he, you know, offers to, you know, take a woman to the opera if she, you know, just eats his shit out of his ass like a cherry pie. I don't know what that means, but he says it. Eat my ass, eat my shit out of my ass like a cherry pie, and she slaps him. Like you know, he he goes, "I guess I deserve that," and he flicks her, a, you know, a, a gold coin or something, something classy. He goes, you know, no, no hard feelings, toots. And then he just goes around. I mean, is there a plot to this? Is there a plot to Joe Namath and Fussy Hunter? Maybe, um, I mean, besides, here's the, the theme of the woman. He's going to learn to love this just woman who's, like, almost in a coma, decrepit. Um, you know, what you think of is when you think of as an elderly, elderly woman. Just, like, he learns to love her over time. But um, maybe he's also teaching karate or something. Maybe he runs a karate dojo. We'll, we'll get that Cobra Kai thing because it's a popular show on Netflix. So we'll tie in the fact he's also like owns a, a Joe Namath football karate. And it's just like, what is that? It's just, it doesn't matter. I'm a football star. I can't. Like he learned karate in the 70s, we'll say. And like he's just, and it's a fledgling business because, you know, people don't really, do, he doesn't do the MMA thing. He, he You know, that's, that's pussy fighting. This is real authentic Japanese karate taught by me, Joe Namath Pussy Hunter. Um, but he makes enough money. It's just, it's just a lot of it's about marketing the business, just like Cobra Kai. We're going to steal a lot of stuff from Cobra Kai and just uh, recreate it in this, in this football universe. So, yeah. So, to wrap up what we have, we have a slave shows. We have Granddaddy Football Supreme featuring Elon Musk as the scum. As the scum. Okay. Then we have uh, Don Marino... Uh, Navy hunter or you know, Navy murderer. Don Don Marino murders the Navy. That's the show name. Or no, it was NCIS, NCIS uh, Extreme or something. NCIS football, whatever. We got that show. And then we have the Joe Namath Pussy Hunter. I mean, one of these has to pass. Can, can, I'm sick of seeing Kissing Booth movies. All right, we, we had too many Kissing Boots. There's not enough space on Netflix for all these Kissing Boots. Just you have it's infinite. Give me a shot. Let's just you know people don't watch any the, the amount of garbage on. Come on, this is you telling me that there's 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 not fifty percent of the shows on Netflix aren't worse than this. That like somehow you would watch this. I don't know who's running these companies. You would watch this show. This is the captivating television. So you know, um. The coming this spring? We'll see. I, I, I got to pitch this. I got I to talk to people, get into Netflix. But uh, thanks for listening to the show. Um, you can listen to extra episodes if you sign up for the Patreon. That's an extra episode every week. 
five dollars, a good deal. We had a great episode uh, where I recounted the Long Island serial killer uh, from when I worked at the morgue, and then you know, re- looking back on it, fun, fun episode, and much like that, so, uh, other stuff like that. It's great, it's a great deal. Five bucks to get at this point a ton of back episodes. Uh, so you know, just enjoy yourself with more comp. It's just a great way to do it. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ray Comp and the. Uh, you know, new episodes on Patreon come every Thursday, so either I'll see you Thursday or I'll see you. And look, sometimes they come Friday, right? Whatever. You, you get them. Every week you get them. They're always there. But, yeah, but whatever. Either way, I'll see you soon. Have a great day.